It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is January 15th, 2019. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, retired Army, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. All right. Thank you, Bill. Also joining us this morning is Jim Klug. He served with the 4th Infantry Division for 19 months in Vietnam. He was awarded the Purple Heart for wounds he received in action and reached the rank of Staff Sergeant at Discharge. Jim has served as Chapter and Department Commander as well as the National Americanism Officer, National Public Relations Officer, and as the former National Historian for the Military Order of the Purple Heart. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Bill. Morning, How's everybody sir. this morning? Pretty good? Yes, sir. Well, doing good. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, uh, we're, all, we're all experiencing every, uh, every facet of weather from uh, across the United States here this morning. Yeah. I think we owe it to Jim because he's up there aiming all that weather to us, right? <laughs> the good stuff's coming down. I'll tell you what. A little bit of rain for our dry nation, our parched nation. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true go. now we have actually actually bill puts together some good news articles we kind of maybe call it today just today for right now is bill's news corner if you can say that 10 times real fast that would be real <laughs> real good <Come> closer. <laughs> All right. Some news here. It says, uh, uh, Bill, it says the Whitewater Navy Vietnam Veterans Act of 2019. What's going on there? We heard a lot about the Blue Waters and and Agent Orange. So what's going on with this uh, Veterans Act? Well, uh, Gary, this is an action that's being taken by the new uh, chairperson of the uh, House Veterans Affairs uh, committee that uh, his name is uh, uh, Mark Takano uh, from California, and Gary he uh, he's really concerned uh, about uh, those individuals who served in Vietnam uh, and uh, have been affected by uh, exposure to toxins. Uh, and 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 the number approximately is about ninety thousand Navy veterans who served in the coastal waters of Vietnam, and actually, uh, you know, as he sees it, it's an insult to all veterans who served with the expectation that the country would care for them if they were wounded or affected while serving. So he introduced this bill to uh, to take another look. You know, we 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 we've had all kinds of uh, uh, piecemeal approaches to this uh, uh, by being only in certain areas uh, in, the, in the Gulf of Tonkin and some of the other areas. But I think uh, the new chair is looking at a comprehensive way uh, to uh, to address these ninety thousand 
veterans who serve and, uh, and still, uh, you know, are impacted uh, from uh, the exposures that they had. So we wish him well. We want to follow him and see that uh, that, that takes place because uh, that's very important for those uh, uh, men and women who serve the country. Oh, definitely. And again, and, and again, as far as um, uh, Takano goes, um, I'm in Orlando, so I heard that he also made a visit to the Orlando VA. He did, uh, the Orlando VA Medical Center at Lake Dona, and he was very much impressed uh, with the services that uh, he saw there, that uh, how that hospital uh, uh, is the state-of-the-art facility. Uh, most importantly, the medical services, the programs and treatments that are offered to the veterans there. Uh, he was also impressed that, uh, that the, the hospital is fully staffed. It is doing, uh, also doing impressive uh, job at retaining employees. And that's important, you know, Gary. We reported before earlier that uh, uh-huh. there's in the, in the health care side, of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs that there are 40,000-plus vacancies that we need to fill. I mean, yeah, you know, what uh, the number of veterans that we have across the country, we can hardly be comprehensive in our service to them with uh, having a, a vacancy list like that. So, uh, you know, he, he's impressed with that. And so, Gary, that's uh, right near where you are, as you mentioned, and... Uh, Orlando is in the lead uh, with uh, good service and uh, being well-staffed there. Oh, yeah, they have a wonderful uh, VA center, I'll tell you that. It's, it's, it's like all by itself. You can, I mean, it can survive all by itself. It's got its own power sections. It's got its own Internet. Uh, everything's set up pretty cool, and uh, it's, you know, kind of unique because you can look down any aisle any, you walk through the doors and you walk down any of the uh, walkways and you'll see there's sections, of course it will be explained to you, that um, uh, come off the ceiling on an angle and it will be aiming you to go to certain areas and you don't even know it. It's, it's a, like a color code. Uh, it's kind of unique. You have to be there to, to, to find out all about it. So, also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I just have to throw in there, you know, I, I hear that and I think, why can't that Orlando VA be almost like the poster VA facility campus for the rest of our facilities? And I go back to our uh, first commander in chief and first president and in the early years of 1781, he wrote the willingness by which our young people are likely to serve in any war, no matter how justified justified shall be directly proportional to how they perceive veterans of earlier wars were treated and appreciated by our nation. I mean, how, how direct can that be? And that wasn't a, a side, you know, a little, there's another meaning to that. It was simply that, and I think we all recognize the faithfulness by which our commander-in-chief at that point in time and our first president uh, led our nation with nothing, and Congress and the House gave them nothing to uh, perform the task of salvation of this nation from the British from the British rule. And uh, I, I think today, again, and we we continually hit on that subject that it's so vitally important that uh, that care be extended to veterans. And oh, yeah. uh, 
So anyway, great report, Bill. Yeah, and uh, and also they do service four hundred thousand vets, so that's a pretty good figure. Wow. Okay. And also, uh, Bill, you you had something to do, uh, do with uh, Overton remembered. I mean, he went. He, yes, as he passed, uh, he had uh, the we, funeral. We, yeah, we we've talked about him for uh, uh, quite a number of times in the last couple of three years. He was finally laid to rest uh, this past uh, Saturday uh, in his hometown of Austin, Texas. And uh, it was quite a turnout of more than a thousand folks that were there. The uh, the governor uh, the, of the state, Governor Greg Abbott, was present and spoke at his uh, funeral. And uh, the uh, mayor of um, of uh, Austin was there, uh, and uh, the turnout was just phenomenal. And Yerry, you know this guy. Uh, 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 enjoyed smoking a good cigar. That's right, and, uh, and a lot of other things that he in, uh, enjoyed doing. And uh, uh, in his uh, jacket pocket, I understand that uh, there was a Tampa Sweet cigar, one that he uh, uh, frequently enjoyed. And they passed him on with that. And uh, you know, he's quite a guy, uh, uh, yeah, Gary and uh, Jim. Enlisted in uh, in in uh, World War Two at the age of thirty six, lived to one hundred and twelve, and the governor made mention that at age uh, one hundred eight, he challenged him to a wheelchair race. You know, the, uh, the governor <laughs> Greg Abbott is uh, is uh, chair bound, and uh, uh, yeah. Rich offered to challenge him for a race. So, you know, he will certainly be missed and that, you know, we'll continue to lose our World War II uh, veterans. Uh, just today, I, I saw another situation here where one of the uh, Navajo code, code talkers, Alfred Newman, 94 years of age, uh, out of New Mexico, he recently passed away. And we continue to lose those 16 men and women who, 16 million men and women who served us during World War II, and uh, as we uh, came to know them as the uh, greatest generation. Wow. Wow. Isn't that neat? Isn't that neat? You know, and I got to say, I I saw that too, uh, Bill and Gary, about Alfred Newman. And uh, this guy, he did it all. I mean, first off, he was married to his wife for 67 years. They they uh, married in 1947, wow, uh, Martha, yeah. and uh, and then you know, Bill, as you know, and Gary, you probably saw this too. This guy, he won nine Academy Awards. He was a composer, and he did he did uh, music co- uh, compositions for uh, movies, and he was nominated. 40 times and won wow. nine times nine <laughs> Academy Awards. I mean, this guy, I mean, how, what a cornerstone of our nation as well as, you know, our, 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 our nation's patriots. I mean, what a, what a neat thing. Bill, it's always neat to hear the stories that you bring forth every, every week. Thank you for that. 
<laughs> well, and I enjoy doing that, uh, Jim. And, and you know, Gary, after after our break, which I think is coming up real soon, mm-hmm. let's just talk uh, for a minute or two about uh, uh, our World War II veterans. Uh, you know, it, there's always something that's great to bring about to the attention of uh, our audience as far as they're concerned. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take that break. So you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had a uh, uh, whole show on um, Pearl Harbor. And uh, Jim knows one of the guys that we've had the show about. His son was on. Tell us a little bit about that, Bill. Uh, well, it, Jim. It, yeah, you know what? This could be this could be the hour program because it is so gratifying to see the connection that happened after. Uh, his name was Edward Colleen. Edward Colleen moved from Southern California to Oregon, and I discovered that he had uh, become a new resident here in the state of Oregon. And so um, we were having our, our state convention for the military out of the Purple Heart, and um, I had contacted Edward, and Edward was totally busted. He was in a rest home, and he said, Jim, he said, I don't have enough money to do anything. He says, and and then he 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 kind of sheepishly told me he was at a ten percent rate, and he had been wounded a couple of times. He was a bazooka man. Now let me let me spread it open just a little bit because the the story about Edward Khalid is immense. He was docked right next to the USS Arizona, Pearl Harbor, December seventh, nineteen forty one. He was in the crow's nest 
of the Tennessee, and he was up there smoking a cigarette, feeling kind of down about the fact that he was up at the crack of dawn cleaning out that crow's nest, and uh, he saw this plane, and he tipped his head over at about a 45 to try to get a better perspective of this plane he saw approaching. Oh, there were more planes. There was a, The sky was filled with planes, and he thought, that's really strange. Then he heard the sound of 20 and 30 millimeter cannon fire from the planes coming in at him and saw the first torpedoes hit the water. And then through that, he went down the plank, uh, the, the ladder down to the deck, and the captain, he also, he was a mu- musician as well as a bazookaman. What a combination. And so the captain uh, yelled general quarters, and uh, Bill got on, or Edward got on the bugle and could barely pucker his lips because of the fear and everything exploding. Then he jumped on a, uh, any aircraft and started firing. His son, Steve Colleen, couldn't be prouder, as we all are proud of Edward Clean. Edward Clean has passed on, and I'm sure he's in the mansions of the Lord because he went on to Saipan, all of the Pacific Islands, to include Iwo Jima as a bazookaman, and he was wounded. And, and this guy, never once did I speak to him from the very first call to the very last call a couple days before his death that he wouldn't sing God bless America to me on the on the telephone or in person, and <laughs> and I I gotta say God bless Edward Colleen and his son Steve, uh, Edward true patriot and Bill I know you've got stories I don't want to hog the whole hour but and I know there's beautiful things and I like the idea of talking about our W two veterans. Well, Jim, that 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 is remarkable, and you know I think in the past two weeks we made reference to. Pearl Harbor again, uh, normally on the 7th of December. Uh, we uh, pay homage to uh, what happened at Pearl Harbor. And each year since, uh, uh, I think it's uh, 1945, that um, there's been uh, a member or members of the crew of the USS Arizona to be there for that recognition. And, of course, this year, Jim and Gary, uh, was the first year that no one was there, and I guess for the for the future now there will be no more of the crew because there's only five remaining, and those five remaining crew members are well beyond 95 years of age. So uh, you know we talk about the the number of 16 million men and women for World War II, what happened. At, uh, at Pearl Harbor, and we're getting down now to the single digits of the members of that crew uh, that's still alive. Uh, but those individuals now, you know, be, be because of their advanced age, they will no longer be able to participate. Yeah, I know. It. You know, Bill, we, uh, I had the privilege of being there consistently in December 7th for about four years running, I think consistently for those four years. And it was such an incredible thing to see them come in. And then, as they typically did, they would then reach out and uh, ask for each one of the battleship survivors to stand. And um, uh, you talk, there's, uh, there were few dry eyes in the entire, and there were maybe 
upwards pushing of knocking on 2,000 there on the lawn, looking over across. And then, of course, as the battleships had come through, the cruisers, light cruisers and heavy cruisers, the entire deck filled with Class A uniforms of soldiers saluting both the uh, Arizona as well as back towards those survivors that made it. And uh, what a tribute that happens there. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Jim and Gary, uh, and we can't forget that the uh, USS West Virginia, where uh, uh, Dory Miller uh, served on that particular ship, he was a mess attendant. And at that time, uh, Dory was never uh, trained in the use of a weapon. But he was down in 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 the in the bottom of the ship uh, cleaning up, and he saw the uh, the uh, captain of the ship coming in who had been wounded in that attack, that initial attack that you're talking about, Jim. And uh, he left from his post and went up to the top where the anti-aircraft guns were, never been trained, and uh, he was shooting the. Uh, Japanese aircraft out of the sky. And for his heroic action, uh, Dory received the Navy Cross, probably deserved more. And there's a group, I'm told today, which I've been asked to serve with this group uh, in bringing it to the Department of Defense to go back and uh, review Dory's service record and uh, move him up from the Navy Cross to the Congressional Medal of Honor. Why? Wouldn't that be the way? That's unbelievable. And yeah. Jim, if you also, if you remember, getting back, and uh, we'll just touch on this just a second. We, when we talk about Colleen, he was going to be on a show. Remember? Yes. We were standing up to be on the show. Yes, he was. And, and it was like a month before, you know, when he was supposed to be on, that's when he died. That that's was pretty exactly sad. exactly it, Gary. And I... And Gary, I have to I have to say to you, I mean, like you continually do every single week, you bring the very best that human effort can possibly bring. And I'll tell you what, uh, what you placed on your uh, on the website AmericanHeroesNetwork.com, uh, you had a uh, the broadcast of we interrupt this program, um, you know, with this news broadcast about the bombing of Pearl Harbor and the website that you put up there showing Pearl Harbor. And uh, that's what was going to be there for Edward. And I, I know across the United States there are so many veterans, W-2 veterans, and I think each one of us can say thank you for that that you've done and uh, that that you did. In our local chapter uh, of the military or the Purple Heart, we have two former POWs. And uh, I'll tell you what, as those gentlemen sit before us, we, we look into their eyes and we can only imagine. And one of them, that's, there's two, Lori Lungati, and he was by the Germans, and then we got Frank Hernandez. And Frank is about, and they're both, these are two fun people that have a smile on their face and are living every day as if it was the best day of their life because it is. They're alive. And uh, Frank dances and uh, still can get in his World War II post-release, uh, uh, you know, as they got him ready as he finally was released uh, from Stalag 19. He never spoke about it until... Uh, Gordon Brown, uh, uh, Gordon Wood, who interviewed him, finally got him to start talking to his wife 
for almost 50 years, never spoke about it. His wife knew, but never they. And then he got on a website and he found that the military picture that was taken. And guess who's standing there looking up at the camera? But Frank Hernandez. And he says, that's me. And to hear this man talk, it's it's unbelievable the history that's there, and I uh, I'm so proud to have uh, to know these gentlemen and to hear their stories, and uh, and they're preserved. We've I've taken hundreds of pictures of both of these gentlemen, and all, all our W2 survivors, uh, they're our treasure. All right, thank you for that, Jim. And what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and take our break now, a little, a couple minutes uh, more when we come back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. Uh, and Bill has a little more info just for us on the GI Bill. Is that right? Well, yes, Gary. You know, I found this to be quite uh, interesting. And uh, the the original GI Bill that we know from all of the GI Bills that have come down to post-9-11, uh, the Montgomery GI Bill, but the original GI Bill sent more than 2 million of our World War II veterans to college. And... It is widely credited as the key element in the rapid growth of the American middle class uh, during that particular time. Here's what I found this to be very interesting. For every dollar that was invested in the World War II GI Bill, $7 returned to the government and the economy. Wow. Now, that is, that is, that is tremendous. Yes. But in this day and time, as Jim, you, and Gary both know that 
and with the age of technology and with all the different GI bills that we have out here now and the fly-by-night uh, correspondence schools and uh, that uh, the bad actors of how they have turned this thing around. to the, It's like the greatest boondoggle of all times. And, you know, recently, uh, even with the VA, with their uh, uh, computers, they were unable to make the payments for men and women who were enrolled in the GI Bill programs, uh, almost getting, uh, you know, evicted from school and evicted from, uh, you know, where they had been living because they weren't receiving their, their housing allowances. But juxtaposing that back in those years after the war, 1945 and, and uh, you know, up uh, to the early 50s, uh, that uh, 2 million of the 16 million that served uh, participated in it. And that, I think, is one of the reasons why we refer to that group who served in World War II as the greatest generation. Wow. There you go. That's wonderful. You know what? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Well, it shows, it shows the... Uh, the true uh, respect that was first laid down, and and uniquely enough, um, you can go into certain areas, and certainly, Bill, where you live, and Gary, where you live, um, we live in a state that uh, doesn't have a military base, and frankly, that's a real challenge for a lot of people because the familiarity of seeing, you know, military troops. Uh, I hear a chopper, uh, you know, particularly a chopper that we don't have many planes go us and or along the interstate highway we see a military transport going along and it's it's almost time to pull over and 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 like it was a parade you know i almost want to stand at attention and salute and particularly when i see a helicopter a, a grouping a you know a flying over us i mean i run out and you know and i get in my you know, in my Pathfinder stance, you know, to bring them on in and land them on our on our lawn. You know, I mean, I think it's I think they're bringing in fours and uh, you know our uh, supplies, ammunition, and food and water. So uh, it's a it's a great thing that our nation does honor those that served. Oh yeah, I mean, is that true about the seven dollar return for every dollar that they put into it, Bill? Seven dollars for every dollar that was invested in each one of those two million folks. We could have built a wall, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, isn't that amazing? Yeah, the, yeah, the, it, it the is. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this nation, and then you come along with uh, President Eisenhower doing the highways and doing the interstate highways, and in inter- the infrastructure there, and the effort there that happened, and all the veterans put the work. Uh, and I do like the the priority that is given, and I I benefited from that personally uh, as I returned from Vietnam from a fellow that had not really considered doing it, but once he heard my story, he says, "Well, you're you're my man." He says, you're, "I'm hiring you." And uh, anyway, it was uh, it's it's an honor and one that we don't anticipate. But I tell you what, when you don't get it, you sure notice that. But on the other side, I think both of you and the rest of our audience can certainly say that when somebody says, "Thank you for your service," boy, does that mean so very much. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we I think we've got to find more 
uh, uh, ways of uh, assisting our men and women, and uh, and it's it's very important uh, right now because uh, things are at a, it's such a crossroads. It uh, you know it, it is in some areas uh, you know it, it's quite bleak. Uh, this past week, most of our states across the country. Um, begin their legislative sessions. And what, again, uh, just doing some uh, some research, it appears to me that how much down at the state level that they're giving attention to veterans and their concerns, uh, you know, based on their disabilities. And, and the, the one thing that seems to be pretty much prevalent across the country is that They've got to do something more to deal with uh, the mental health conditions, uh, post-traumatic stress, and uh, and the suicides. Um, Here in Maryland, um, suicide prevention awareness is a high, top-notch topic that the Maryland General Assembly will be looking at uh, and how to improve that situation. And I imagine, you know, in, in, in many of the other states across the country, uh, but that's something that's got to be dealt with because uh, we can't continue to lose uh, men and women who served this country, and even, even uh, you know, those that didn't serve with the opioid crisis that we have right now. We've got to change that around. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and our and our next group of veterans are coming out of the Korean War veterans. Is that correct, Bill? You're pretty good at figures. Well, Korea was uh, after you know uh, after uh, World War II, short war, 1950 to 53. Uh, you know those guys, uh, and, and it's unfortunate it, it came so close behind for a short period of time. Those men and women who served uh, in their late 80s and approaching 90, and uh, we're, we're losing a lot of them also. Yeah, that's our next group. All right. Well, you know, Bill, uh, Gary, Bill, we, you know, we, we think back, you know, I thought of this earlier this morning as I was getting up and thinking about today's uh, programming, and all of us, all, the three of us can say, it was over 50 years ago when we left the shores of Southeast Asia, and we never thought we were going to get old, but now we're looking back 50 years, and then we say, okay, that, then we look back to the Korean, and then the W-2 and uh, veterans, and all of the other uh, you know, efforts that the United States has made uh, to bring um, freedoms to be as free as, they, as a person possibly can. And are we perfect? Absolutely. We can probably think of a lot of reasons we could bring up. But I'll tell you what, we lose what we've got here on the shores of the United States of America, and there's no other place to flee to because we truly are the banner of freedoms that this entire planet looks at is the place to live and the place to have those freedoms to do and choose what we want to do in our life. That's true. Very, very true. You know, we've been having some dynamite organizations on, uh, organizations that are truly helping the veterans. 
and 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 in return, you know, you're helping the organization if they can afford to do more veterans to help them with resources, with mental health, with with uh, the opioids. I can't even say it, <laughs> but. Just understanding what's going on out there, uh, I think that's what the American Heroes Network's all about also. Um, again, what we do, we have organizations come on. Uh, we don't have organizations just off the wall. We check them out. We make sure that the money goes where it's supposed to be going, not into their pockets. Um, and if, if they don't, if they aren't on our, our show, chances are, Maybe they, you better check them out before you donate for the donors out there. So what do you think about it, uh, Bill? Well, that's so important, Gary, because, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, the, the way that our country has uh, advanced, especially into the technological age now, that uh, how, uh, you know, uh, folks can be duped into, uh, making contributions to uh, an organization that they, uh, you know, they, they they think that's there to help veterans when they're when they're really not there. That it's only to to help themselves. And uh, uh, as you mentioned, those organizations that that spend a, a substantial amount or or commit a, a substantial amount of the contributions that they receive to helping. The men and women who serve uh, are the ones that we want to give the attention to, because they, they've been doing great things and, uh, and, uh, and 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 they will continue to do uh, great things. But when we have the uh, the the piranhas that get that come in and find a way to uh, to get into a good thing and siphon off those resources that can help our men and women that uh, we've always got to be on the lookout for that and call them out for what they really are that's true very true yeah. that's true you Jay. know what we say don't you don't you remember sitting in, i can remember sitting in the barber shop and having access to magazines uh, that i coveted like uh you know um uh, popular mechanics and popular science and I'd love to go in the back section there and look at the schools like Bill you had mentioned earlier and wasn't it a wasn't it something else to see all of the army surplus items and and I've got to say one of my favorite memories was my dad and I going to the army surplus stores and we would play a little game that we called what is it and dad would pick (laughs) up something or I'd pick up something and we'd go what is it and wasn't that great? We could walk through mountains of of beautiful things that you know that this nation had manufactured with a hundred percent dedication to help, and and our nation rallied behind. And that was, the, I think, you know, we've used the greatest generation. Our nation is the greatest generation when we did that. When we backed every single service member to, for one goal, and that was to win. And, and for our freedom. And you look at, you know, the revolution. Same thing in W-2 and I'm sure W-1. And uh, those opportunities for us as a nation that come together and to defeat that that we recognize clearly was the, uh, the tyranny of oppression. And we, we banded together and we, uh, we produced the best that this world has ever seen. That's unbelievable. Yeah, isn't that neat? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And you have, you know, being a national, uh, former national historian for the Purple Heart, I guess you have a lot of uh, things that we can say. What is it? 
correct? Well, it, it is. I'm sitting here in front of, of things that are just a marvel, and, uh, and, and it does. It enriches my heart. I, I, I look at Douglas MacArthur, and um, anyway, there, there are things that I treasure dearly because they relate directly back to those patriot heroes that gave us the privilege that gives us the ability to be sitting here this morning and talking to our fellow veterans, men and women both, and those support elements. And I think we sometimes, let me, and I just, it just dawned on me, look at our wives, how they've stood by us and our family as we came home and still to this day, untiringly come to our aid and are there to assist us and understand us and not judge us. And I praise God for mine. Uh, that's my biggest uh, pathway to recovery from uh, four and a half days from field to home and uh I praise God for my family and my sweetheart uh, giving me the, the clear path to success and recovery. Well, all those things, uh, Jim and Gary, are, are so important because, you know, as we uh, have, uh, have uh, gone through the journey of uh, World War II uh, to where we are now, I think we, we, we've got to provide some hope and evidence that those that come behind us are there to and willing uh, uh, to uh, take up the mantle and serve uh, our country. And uh, you know what uh, becomes quite concerning to me is that uh, uh, those who step forward uh, in today's world now are, are fewer and few people uh, around the country. Uh, with a larger national population than we had in World War II. And I think the way we treat those individuals that who serve uh, to help them along is, is important to those who are coming up now to say, you know, if I'm going to serve the country, what can I look forward to in terms of being taken care of? Because... Uh, you know, who knows what the situation is going to be like as we get further down the road. That's true. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier. 
or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. I just wanted to inform everybody, if you, if you have not heard about the American Heroes Network and what they do, um, it's, it's something that you need to get involved with if you're an organization or if you're a veteran with a, with a story behind it. So, again, we're here to as a resource. You, we will cover that resource with you no matter where you are in the United States. If you're in California and you're looking for a resource that's available that you think is only available over in uh, New York, give us a call. Give us, drop an email. We'll let you know if that if there's another organization that's that provides a resource or you know that you're looking for. And uh, what we do, let's take an organization for instance that that is a good organization. Uh, they they have um, they do the right thing with their money. Uh, they come on the you know the show. And what happens is that the show is live. The original show is live. Then that link is posted, and it rides on the American Heroes Network front page. Uh, it's also syndicated on iTunes, and it runs on multiple podcasts. And it runs for seven days. So, you know, I don't understand. Uh, you know, if you want promotion, this is the way to do it. And as far as cost goes... There's no cost to the organization or the veteran. They're looking for a resource. So take it away. Isn't that great, Gary? You know, I got to say, too, we've been talking as a group, and there will be good things happening. 2019 gives us an opportunity. It's it's kind of like a a do-over, a city slickers do-over. We get, and we've done good in this community. Our veterans community has done good, and like Bill has laid out, and Gary certainly every week as you lay out, we're we're actively reaching out to the veterans community to help. And uh, as you hear the bio about Bill Forbes and, and that that he's done for this nation, the veterans community, as well as his local community, just as the kind of guy that, you know, everybody looks up to. And I, and I parrot those same words to, to Gary Ray. Gary has given his life to helping veterans. And how good can that be? And uh, we've, we've sought opportunities uh, to do just exactly what we're doing right now is to reach out to the veterans across this nation and overseas that are wondering how to do things and and and, and maybe in a in a time of despair. That's what we're about, and that's what we're we're dedicated to doing, and we're we're constantly dedicated to doing it better. So if you see something we can do better, please tell us. Help us to help you, and uh, together we can be strong. Together we're strong. 
That's correct. Well, that's correct, uh, uh, Jim. You know, uh, an informed veterans community, uh, by and large, will become uh, a successful community, uh, being able to uh, help uh, uh, each other as we go along. You know, we, uh, we, 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 we've given some uh, very precious moments of our lives in serving this country. And, you know, once you serve and you're successful, especially uh, from, the, uh, from the military side, uh, there's always great things that you can do. And, it, you know, it, 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 it's a continuing effect. Uh, there, there were folks that helped us earlier, that uh, gave us information, uh, steered us in the right direction, and we have a duty and responsibility to do that. So uh, if you're out there and you're doing something good that you think that uh, uh, more needs, uh, more folks need to know about it, especially in the veterans community, the veteran, the family, the kids, uh, we certainly uh, invite you to come in and be a part and uh, join us as we deliver more information in, uh, into our community. That's right. And again, we're adding, we're going to be adding a couple things on the on the on the future website here also, which is going to be a blog. So uh, you know, for you guys that and women that uh, like to blog, that's what that's the section is going to be all about. Now, again, uh, Bill and Jim, I want to thank you for being on today. Um, and uh, uh, again, again, if you have you have anything you'd like to share with uh, the our listeners in closing, Bill. Bill? Well, uh, look, uh, stay attuned to what's going on. Uh, if you see a, a veteran uh, or a family member that need help uh, in any way possible, if uh, you can, and if you know someone that can assist them, please direct them because uh, the veteran that you save uh, today may be uh, the one to save you tomorrow. That's correct. Beautiful. Bill, I was going to say the same thing. Isn't that great? I mean, we're thinking in the same vein. I was thinking, find a vet today. You, you the first veteran you see, boy, I'll tell you what, short of a hug and a kiss on the, um, reach out to them because that's our that's our privilege. All right. Absolutely. All right. Now again, if any you're interested in listening to any of the shows we promote it on the American Heroes Network so don't be afraid to show up there listen to a couple of them we have all our back shows we have over 300 shows on that site so be prepared to listen to some good shows now if you missed any of our live shows all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on iTunes and remember we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors.